BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Tuesday. Happy Disgraced Queen Day. Happy June 30th. Happy Everything Day. What an amazing day to be alive. It's Disgrace Queen Day. It's DQ Day, not to be confused with Dairy Queen Day, which is also my favorite day. I think that in honor of DQ Day, we should all head to DQ, get a blizzard, and watch Disgrace Queen, available now to stream where streaming services are. I absolutely love that idea. (laughs) Like, I know you're not serious, but I am. About the Dairy Queen part. I could so go for a blizzard. So my special came out last night at midnight. Um, If you pre-ordered it on iTunes, it automatically downloaded it. And I watched it on my Apple TV. And it was just, I can't explain what it's like to see yourself on TV. It's everything of the sort. Um, And I also like was, I worked so hard on like my glam and my snatchness for that day. And I'm like so proud of the payoff because I watch it. And like, of course, my double chin like bothers me a little bit. But like, I'm really pleased with the way that I look, which doesn't always happen for me. So that's literally all I care about. I've watched a special so many times. I watched it again last night. And I'm just loving everyone tagging me in it thank you guys so much for watching it thank you guys so much for purchasing it I really really appreciate it I'm like so proud of it like I have a comedy special bitch bye (laughs) it's so exciting I haven't watched it yet um I'm saving it maybe tonight maybe this weekend we'll see I mean it's just so sad I had all these plans like for what I was going to do for the release I wanted to rent out um a movie theater right. at IPIC and like invite literally everyone and their mothers but that unfortunately didn't happen for me even though I'm not that upset about it because I had the hardest time staying up till midnight last night I had <laughs> such a bad migraine literally like in my eyebrow it was all day so annoying and all I wanted to do was go to sleep to make it go away but I couldn't um and I was like yawning falling asleep I did a live at 12 to like celebrate it was literally the most boring live I was so tired but now I'm like I've slept eight hours and I'm reinvigorated with a disgraced queen spirit and nobody can stop me reinvigorated with the disgraced queen spirit also I'm wearing my disgraced queen merch which is available at shopmorningtoast.com in sizes like small through 3xl so there's tons of sizing options available I'm wearing an xl honestly it's a little oversized I think I could also wear a large but you know me I'm an oversized queen in addition to being a disgraced queen exactly um in addition to just shelling the shit out of my special we have a fabulous show and some construction behind us oh my god feel free to construction has resumed in phase one in new york and like people the construction companies are going wild the construction is out to play everywhere you go in the city not just in our studio in our ear there's construction happening it is so loud and so noisy but you know what like 
It means life is being breathed Let back into build. New York. But that was really crazy. I thought they were going to come through the window. Unfortunately, like we are literally next to a construction site. Like some people, like, you know, they fix potholes. There's, you know, a little bump in the road, some some scaling a building, window washing. No, there's a full-blown building being built next to us that's like, going to be like a four-year project. Right. Ne- in the building next to us, there is level. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot. So um, it'll, it'll be exciting to watch them progress over time. Yeah. Um, Maybe we'll move in there after they're done. (laughs) Yeah. So we now, um, we do have a soundtrack of the construction sounds and it's fabulous. No, because if you're listening to the show and somewhere not New York, you can feel like you're in New York. That's what's so so amazing about the morning toast. Aside from being a premium morning show, giving you all your news that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite of your morning toast. um, (laughs) It is also kind of like a, a transporter. You know, you feel like you're in New York. You almost smell it. You hear the sirens and the construction. You could smell the dog shit on the street. It's really a... It's, an a inter- trans- it's a transformative experience. It's an interactive experience. It so is. you know what? I don't think many other podcasts can offer you that kind of quality. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't think so either. So here we are ready to do that. Um, oh, also, we've been working on our audio because we saw that people were having yes. an issue with one ear bud working, the other one not. So hopefully it's fixed today. If it's not, let us, let know. us know. We are striving towards getting that right for you. So keep us posted. But we tried something different today. Yes. And it's fabulous. So let us know if, you know what, here, let me do a little audio test. Pre-order my comedy special. Well, not pre-order. It's oh, out. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. I got so used yeah. to that. Order my comedy special, Disgraced Queen, on iTunes. It's also available on Amazon and a couple other places that I keep forgetting to remember. But something about Dish Network, I'll post all the details on my Instagram. Well, it's just like we were saying last week. If you have an Apple TV, you can just use the overall search, which is just an incredible feature that... um changes the game it's an incredible feature and speaking of tv in our tv recap segment i'm dying to talk about athlete a which is the larry nasser documentary that i just have so many thoughts on so we will do that at the end of the document at the end of the episode so many people were asking me to recap it and i didn't know what it was about because athlete a doesn't exactly scream like larry nasser Mm -hmm. um but i stumbled upon it on netflix and it was very good and i have many thoughts many thoughts can't wait to hear i didn't watch anything yesterday because i was reading for the redheads our maya angelou book i know why the cage bird sings i literally read it all day yesterday i finished it last night um at like 1 a.m because i just couldn't put it down so i'm excited to talk about that on the redheads but no i cannot contribute to the tv recap when does the redheads episode come out First Thursday of every month, so it's dropping on Thursday, right before you head out for the holiday weekend. Fabulous. Okay, should we get right into it? I have some great stories, actually. I'm looking forward to discussing the Fast Five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. (laughs) Fabulous. Let's do it. We should have a button. Fabulous. Oh my God, wait. We also, we need to record the Kelly's Mindless News um, bit and we also need to record a fabulous bit. Okay, well, let's add it to the We have a soundboard here that's like when you hear the crunch. We're very high tech. Yeah, it's, it's premium. Okay, first story, obviously the news that dropped while we were recording mm. yesterday. Cody is paying $200 million for 20% stake in Kim Kardashian brand KKW. Cosmetics giant Cody Inc. is doubling down on its investment in the Kardashian-Jenner clan. Shares of the Big Apple company jumped by more than 14% in early trading on Monday after it announced plans to sink $200 million into a 20% stake in Kim Kardashian's four-year-old KKW makeup brand. The deal calls for Cody to develop new products with Kardashian, including skincare, hair, and nail brands, and follows Cody's and follows Cody's $600 million investment last year in the fledgling makeup company of Kardashian's half-sister. Is it fledgling? Is that a negative word? Fledgling is a negative word, right? How dare they? 
Like that well, sounds like struggling, right? Let me just confirm that. Fledgling. But it's obviously not because if they're deciding to invest in Kim, that means oh. that Kylie's investment went well. No, no, I think it's fine. I think it's Fledgling a fine is word. a good word? I think it's a fine word. Okay. A weird word for the choice. It's about a bird. I don't know. Um, makeup company of Kardashians, half-sister Kylie Jenner, where it now owns a majority stake. So Cody bought over 50% of Kylie for what, 600? Yes. So does this technically value Kim's at less or more? more. Uh, it values Kim at a billion and now people are saying, like, she's the real billionaire right. in the family. Because, like, people are just continuing to pit these sisters against each other. What when is it's that? Like, I don't know exactly what goes on in their home. But I do know that they are so happy for one another. They're not, like, comparing their well, wallets. I agree with that. But I do think part, like, a small, very, very small part of Kim died a little bit when, like, her sister Kylie just, like, waltzed in with a billion-dollar company after Kim, like, has been breaking her back, putting the entire family on her back for the last 10 years. I so I don't think small, they're competitive small part of her died I think um she's been working and doing all these deals for like 10 years and I think when Kylie did it it said that it, like on the one hand yeah it was frustrating she hit it out of the gate on the first try but it said the template for what the rest of them were going to do in terms of direct to consumer makeup companies for sure but I'm just saying I think like that I don't know if we would even have KKW if it weren't for Kylie Cosmetics I don't think that they're competitive but I just think like with the billionaire thing I think Kim cares a little bit and like she just wanted to have it you know her own um, yeah, well, now she's a billionaire and they're saying Kylie's not a billionaire. And I just don't think either of them care whether or not Forbes considers them a billionaire. No, but I do think they care whether I consider them a billionaire. And I do. Yeah. Oh, they'll always be billionaires in my heart. To me, it's just like if you're rich, you're a billionaire. Like there's a certain level of wealth. It's like 500 million or a billion. It really doesn't matter. Yeah. They're but the like same. to the, those people, it Financial matters. people. And like to the people who are between 500 and a billion, like they just oh. want to get to that. I think it's like, it's like the billionaires club, you know? It's, yeah. It's a place to be. Kanye posted a very strange um, but lovely tribute to Kim on his Twitter. There was um, some pictures of fruit and I didn't understand the whole fruit mentality why are you laughing no I'm not why I'm not I'm not laughing <laughs> what's funny what did nothing. I miss nothing you're I both swear. like staring at each other did I say I something like I was did I say something talking. bad with the fruit no <laughs> you literally gave me that look like when I say something like bad no 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 I'm sorry we can clear this up later like I, I swear okay so we posted a picture of fruit and like I didn't understand like the whole fruit metaphor but it was actually a lovely tweet even though some people were calling it insensitive like giving given the current climate like people are losing their jobs like you're bragging about your wife becoming a billionaire which I did agree with but he's really proud of his wife and it was so sweet he was like you've weathered so many storms like nobody deserves this more than you and it was really really sweet we stand and we ship that's really sweet he also has new music coming out today Does he? yeah and he announced like a new album called God's Country uh, excuse yeah, me, Blake Shelton. Country. Blake Shelton coming out with the trademark dispute. Yeah. He's so weird about his music in the sense that, like, there's no, like, press or promo for it. Like, it just comes. Yeah, I don't know. I think when Jesus is King was coming out, remember he was doing all of those really long interviews? Well, he did airplane karaoke. Yeah. No, he did... Uh, he did like Beats One. But then the album like, like didn't even were come always, out. There were always like one hour long Kanye interviews promoting Jesus is King. But then the album like didn't come out. It was delayed three times. Yeah. But then it came out. Yeah. And, and it was we great. promoted it here on the morning test. It was a really great album. Uh, also, I think what's so interesting about this deal just from a consumer perspective mm -hmm. is that uh, they're going to be expanding into Kim Kardashian West hair. hair and nails. You know, she does always have like nice hands and nails. Yeah. And she doesn't do like long... Um, 
stiletto nails. She has like very like mom hands. Uh-huh. Um, but you know what's so interesting when you think about the cycle of the Kardashian and like the evolution of their businesses is that like where they are now is actually really where they started. Like they used to have that Kardashian beauty hairstyle and all of those brands that used to sell in like Kmart. And of course, what they're doing now is more elevated and more streamlined, but they really have always been um, doing this in doing some this. way, shape or form. Yeah. But that's why it's successful. I think everyone... I don't think there's ever a question like, does Kylie wear Kylie Cosmetics? Right. Or does Kim wear KKW? Does, or does Kim Chloe, wear skin? Or does Chloe wear Good American? Right. And so that is what they call authentic. Authenticity. You know, we know a lot about that here at The Morning Show, seeing as how we are two organic podcast interviewers. Organic and authentic. Organic and authentic. I'm so happy for Kim, you know. I just, money's always good, you know. It can't hurt. Yeah. It can't hurt. And I really was like wondering, curious, excited for when she would hit that billion dollar valuation. And it's here. And she works hard. And congrats. Congrats. Exactly. Honestly, I have a lot of... I, in terms of like what I thought was going to make Kim a billionaire, I thought it was going to be Skims first. Just because to Skims me... Skims is just churning out sales. Left and right. Sales. Sales. Drops. Sales, drops. Drops. drops sell, sell out. Sell out. Sell out. Wow, we did that together. That was that's, crazy. That's how much it's happening. Yeah, no, and I thought that was probably going to be her billion-dollar company and it was going to happen, like, just as fast as Kylie could. Because, like, when Kylie came out with Kylie Cosmetics, it was just, like, you knew it was right. Yeah. The branding was right. The idea was right. Kylie, everything was perfect. And when Kim King came out with KKW Beauty, I was like, yeah, this is good, but I didn't think it was going to be a billion-dollar company. But the second Skims launched and we got the product and it was just good and everyone was loving it, like, I thought, like, that made sense. That's going to be the billion-dollar idea. I still think that it could be another billion-dollar idea, and I hope that she keeps working at it. Yes. Um, especially because I love this stuff. I think it's the place I've ordered from most during quarantine. quarantine. Well, now they're moving into like not just shapewear, but like pajamas. And I have a set. The pajamas are heavenly. I have like the modal light gray pajamas from like a few drops ago. And they're literally the most comfortable pajamas I own. I got those in cream. They're the most comfortable pajamas I own. I'm always looking for them on the site and I couldn't find them. But then she just did the summer pajama drop. And so I did get a pair of pajamas from the summer pajama drop. Summer pajamas are so important. I've been waking up with such fucking like sweat behind my neck. Even though I sleep, I have a my air conditioning in my apartment is commercial. Like what you would use to cool down a Dwayne Reed is what I have in my house because the person who owns my apartment like I guess is obsessed with air conditioning and I'm not complaining. So I sleep in 59 degrees, 59 degree air conditioning and I wake up sweating. Is that normal? No. Hmm. And it's not like I'm having night terrors or anything. I just wake up with like this misty vibe on my skin. Yeah, that happened to me like a few nights in the last week where I just like woke up with like neck sweat. Right, and when you blot your hair and then you wake up with neck sweat, it's literally one of the most annoying things ever. Yeah, it is quite annoying. These are my problems. I'm sorry. Claudia, that's annoying. Oh my God. <laughs> yes, it is. Pre-order comedy special. No, order. I know, but it's more fun to say pre-order. I know, it sounds so legit. It's, and it's also just like, that's the joke that we've made and we're going to continue on. I'm so glad you agree. <laughs> okay, next story. Someone is eclipsing Kelly's mindless news. Who? Ryan Seacrest and Shayna oh. Taylor split for the third time, though they remain good friends. Like, who in the hell knew Ryan Seacrest had a girlfriend? I feel like we all knew he had a girlfriend. No but clue. We, ever since things dissolved between him and one Julianne Huff, we just never put so much stock into his next relationship. To me, the last girl he dated is Julianne Huff. And, I mean, they're both single now. So really, anything can happen. 
Um, but Ryan Seacrest and his girlfriend, Shayna Taylor, have split once again. On Monday, a representative for the longtime host confirmed that the couple have gone their separate ways. Um, also, concurrently, Seacrest is currently vacationing in Mexico with friends and is newly dating someone in that what? group. What? Yeah, so he has a new flame, which makes me feel like this breakup happened a while ago. Yeah. Um, but maybe someone got pictures of him with someone else and they thought he was cheating, so he had to like explain that he's no longer in a relationship and now he's in a new one. Yeah, this is PR 101 and very handled very well by his representatives. Yeah. Um, I just have a thought. I, he definitely used like the same people that Kelly likes over at People Magazine. Yeah. And they were like, don't worry, we got you. We got Kelly's like, I got the girl. Just don't <laughs> worry, let me text her. I'll put you all in a group chat. <laughs> um, when it comes to Ryan Seacrest's dating life, for some reason, I'm incapable of like seeing Ryan Seacrest like have a game. Like the idea, like trying to imagine him like picking up a girl, like I just feel like it's not... He's not good at it. No, I just feel like he thinks that being Ryan Seacrest is enough. Right. And he like goes on a date and it's like, hey, it's me, Ryan, Ryan Seacrest. Like, I'm not going to put forth any further effort. Um, take it or leave it. Do you want to be dating Ryan Seacrest right. or not? And that's where they go from there. And for most girls in Hollywood, I think that's that, enough. Yeah. That would no, be enough for me. That would be, that would be a really great starting point. Yeah. I feel like if I were to ever, you know date someone in Hollywood I'm very strategic like I'm not looking to fall in love with a celebrity because it's not realistic like they just they they all move on so fast so I would really be looking for more of like a strategic business partner a strategic partnership and Ryan Seacrest would be the perfect person for me to date like he has so many ins in media in reality tv in production in cable like he's really like a business mogul in in my industry and I would totally date him for like yeah some roles or something some jobs for sure I think that that would be a match made in heaven yeah no we're like we're the same height <laughs> and I'm a little like the problem with dating someone short <laughs> is that like I'm so fat that like it just it brings you down it brings like the whole like we would just look so weird together but again I'd be getting all these new jobs that I wouldn't really care you would look very weird together. I would just look stout like and he maybe he would look tall I don't know I just I can't really picture us together but I do feel as though it's a match made in heaven yeah assuming things don't work out between him and Julianne oh actually things already haven't worked out because he's already in a new relationship right allegedly. he's also like always in a relationship that one yeah some guys you know I respect that some guys just like to be you know committed that's mm -hmm. beautiful mm -hmm. Ryan that's beautiful Ryan that's beautiful Okay, next up, a little entertainment news. Quibi is remaking The Princess Bride with Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. Oh my God, a I was bit, literally about to write this story off. A bit of a misleading headline, oh. but exciting nonetheless. Oh, what's the real story? Beloved 1987 film The Princess Bride is getting a DIY makeover for some of Hollywood's biggest names, though the project is helmed by Juno director Jason Reitman, who has previously staged live readings of the film's script. The remake was shot entirely at home by each cast member using their phones. Beginning June 29th, Quibi will release chapters of the fan-made movie every day for two weeks. The star-studded cast includes couples Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner, Common and Tiffany Haddish, Neil Patrick Harris and David Burtka, Chris Pine and Annabelle Wallace, as well as Hugh Jackman, Jennifer Garner, Elijah Wood, John Hamm, Beanie Feldstein, Lucas Hedges, Jenna Ortega, Jack Black. Okay, so it's not hosted by Joe and Sophie. Right. So it's an ensemble cast, and um, are they the princess bride also? I've never, I, I've never, I've never seen, seen it the either. whole movie. I saw the beginning of it and I saw those little animals. Is that the one where there's like those creatures? I've never seen it. It's, a little, they, it's before our time. And they terrified me. Oh, really? Those creatures that are like in some sort of tunnel. I think I'm thinking of the right movie. And I just couldn't bring myself to watch such a horror flick. I've never seen it. Um, 
I, is Steve Martin in it? No, that's Father of the Bride. I always oh. confuse the two also. What's the Princess Bride? The Princess Bride. It's like um, spooky a little bit, right? No, I don't think so. I, okay, I found it to be quite spooky the first time. <laughs> well, you know, I movies sh- are universal, so like you could have and, had a spooky experience. And they, it's a fantasy adventure movie. comedy film it's an american fantasy adventure comedy film directed and co-produced by rob reiner i feel like this is gonna be one of those things people who are listening are like you've never seen like when we hadn't seen um women's club what was that oh um first wives club first wives club yeah Yeah. well can we just go back to quibi for a second um because quibi is kind of testing the model like if we throw enough celebrity talent at a wall Will it stick? And so far, it's not sticking. And I think largely due to the fact that it's quarantine and most people are still working from home, even if their cities are re-entering new phases. And people aren't necessarily watching content on their phone. They're looking for TV to watch, like bigger, plat- bigger, literally bigger screens. Um, and I've seen a lot of articles kind of regarding it as like a failure, Quibi. Yeah, I think it's also... Um it could still, you know, bounce back. It definitely was made for people on the go and no one's going anywhere. Nobody. So that's definitely a setback. But some of the content just sounds exciting. I mean, this Joe Jonas, I'll watch anything that would be Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner, especially if they're like in a scripted love story. Like that right. sounds so incredible. So I like that they're thinking outside the box. I think maybe eventually something will hit. Stick. Yeah. Yeah, Chrissy's Court is coming back for season two. Even though I did watch it, I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. I just thought, like, I didn't agree with some of the judges' rulings. And it was a little silly at points. But Chrissy was, like, funny and cute and beautiful. And I love that she brought her sister in. Or her mom is her uh, bailiff. There was, like, cute elements to it. Even though I it, I had some notes. Okay. I'll we'd send lo- them over. We love notes. Yeah. Okay, next story. Exciting, interesting, curious. Rohoni stars debut new taglines for second half of season 12. The Real Housewives of New York ladies are back with new taglines for the second half of season 12, which is something that's never been done before. Mid-season, we're getting Changes. new taglines and like a change to the intro, which makes sense kind of on the heels of Tinsley's departure, but they always could have cropped her out. No, it makes no sense. It was... Like, they literally just could have taken Tinsley out of the theme song and, like, nobody would have really noticed. But they made it this whole press moment. It was, like, a People exclusive. Maybe they're having ratings problems and they wanted to, like, get some press. I don't know. Maybe they heard the cries of the people absolutely hating this season's taglines and gave us, like, just as mediocre ones. I don't know. I kind of like them. And I love reading taglines as if I'm a housewife. Me too. Ramona's tagline. So what if I'm self-involved? Who else should I be involved with? Six out of ten. I'll give her a seven. I'll give her a seven. Leah's new tagline. I'll say sorry for what I've done, but never for who I am. Eight out of ten. I'm going to give her a nine. Luann's. I rise above the drama and won't settle for the lower level. Seven. Six. I understand like it's a hark back to the lower level, but like, whatever. She's trying to sell t-shirts. Dorinda Mendley. Uh, zero. I know it. It's so terrible. Like a mint in my mouth, I can be a bit fresh. Like actually a two. I'm going to give it a six. I liked it. I thought it was clever. No. And like she can be fresh. I don't like it. Um, Sonia Morgan, I think coming in with the win. I'm no one's arm candy. I'm the whole bowl of sugar. Meh. They're all like making jokes based on this season. You know what? I kind of like that. Like, But it wasn't that good of a season so far. No, but like it's, I mean, it, it is a good season. I think maybe we haven't been enjoying it. Maybe we're just like. Cynical. Cynical and have been watching for so long and just like tired and missing and really missing Bethany. And I think it's like the Bethany stand within us that won't allow us to like a show without her. But she chose to leave. So, so, you know, she wanted us to move on. No, I know that. And I love Leah. And I, 
And but I, I can't ignore the fact that the show is not nearly as good. Of course. It's not nearly as good because there isn't that, like, everyone's just getting away with everything. Um, but There's I think no accountability still, police. Yeah, and, like, th- sometimes it goes so off the rails, like, I'm not even sure what I'm watching. And, like, mm-hmm. and I feel weird for watching it because it's, like, this shouldn't be, like, entertainment. Right. Um, but... I think overall it's been it's been pretty good and I like that these taglines are so niche and very relevant to the season at hand right and I, I I like a sw- I like a switch up I wonder if this is something they'll continue to do it's just like a strange new thing for Bravo to change up the taglines I don't mind it gives me something to talk about and you know new content to watch um I'm just like maybe it's the cynic in me just like everything the Real Houses of New York do this season like I'm just like meh 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 everything is just giving me meh vibes yeah I, I'm not sure if it's you or if it's them. Like, is it the quarantine speaking or does this show suck? I don't know. How do you feel about Beverly Hills? Fabulous. So that's in quarantine too. Excellence at its finest. Did you see Brandon Glanville posted something salacious on Instagram yesterday? I saw a headline. She like allegedly posted a picture of her and Denise like kissing on the lips. I saw She's that trying headline. to make it very clear that her and Denise had some sort of affair where I think Denise is going to deny it in the coming episodes and Brandy wanted to make it very clear and you know what Brandy is a lot of things but she doesn't really lie she's just like a potster but she never doesn't tell the truth right but I think at a certain point I mean we'll see what how it plays out on the show but it's not about whether it's true or false it's whether like she should be sharing this information it's agreed. Denise's private business agreed fifth and final story are you ready for it not a, not if it's not a little business it's not fuck I'm not ready it's not a little business what is it it's inside Rob Kardashian's transformation. Inside, literally the greatest thing to ever. This is gonna. This year is a total wash, except for Rob Kardashian being so happy and healthy. He takes care of himself and works out. He wants people to know that he is doing well. A source tells People Magazine about Rob Kardashian, who attended Chloe's 36th birthday over the weekend. Rob Kardashian is focused on being the best version of himself, though he has purposefully remained private and out of the spotlight in recent years. A source tells People that he has been intentional, intentional about improving his overall well-being. Rob is doing well. He takes care of himself, works out, and eats better. The source says about Rob. For a long time, he was unhappy and embarrassed about the way he looked. But now he knows he looks better. He is comfortable enough to be photographed. He wants people to know that he is doing well. I mean, I'm so glad to hear he's doing well. And I feel like, I mean, it's not even about, maybe for him, it's about how he looks, you know. But for us, like, it's just so nice to see him, like, smiling and present and wanting to take photos. Um, And just knowing that, like, within himself, he's in a good enough place to be doing that. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like Rob Kardashian is a testament to, like, First of all, the fact that he really did disappear, like people think celebrities have no privacy, but like he did it, like he disappeared. It is possible if you wanted to. And two, I don't know, I just find it so interesting that he had like the whole world at his feet. Like remember those seasons where it's like, Chris was like, what do you want to do? Like we literally can make anything happen for you. And he wanted to start Arthur George. And he just really decided like that he didn't really want any of this. And I find that so admirable in a lot of ways. While I would literally never do it, I find it very admirable. And I just love him. And I have this like soft spot, spot in my heart for him because he just, those early seasons of like him and Adrian and like, he was such an integral part of the family and I miss him, but I'm like so happy for him. Yeah. And I, I'm not sure that his comeback or being in photos includes him being on the show and, and changing his way of life from what he's been doing for the past few years. But it's just for the fans. Like, it's nice to know that Rob's at the birthday. Rob's doing well. Mm-hmm. The birthday looked amazing. Sickening. That there dessert bar. There have been like, some sickening Kardashian parties and soirees during 
what's left of the queue. Mm-hmm. Um, Chloe, Kylie did her Kendall Kylie. We never talked about how they did a collab. They did a collab, which is actually big news because she was the only sister who hadn't done a collab with Kylie yet. And it was because she had a makeup contract. I think I said that, but like, I no, wasn't sure that made more sense than anything else. Yeah. Ever. Um, and so I, I really liked the, did you get anything? I didn't get anything. Cause I wasn't at a computer and I hadn't like thought about what I would have wanted. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like investigate it, but, um, it looked like really great stuff. Uh, not that I'm ever going to get this type of information, but I would be so curious to see like some sales numbers for like which sister collabs do the best. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that the Kendall and Kylie one was up there. It was really good. There were like new products themselves Oh, cool! And it looked really on brand, on point, like stuff that you could really see yourself wearing as well as Kendall and Kylie. Her party in her basement was like sickening with the... And that's the official word from Yeah. <laughs> Kylie Cosmetics spokesperson. That party she threw with the, the movie theater, it was so sickening. Really like they're taking quarantine parties to a whole new level. They are. They And they really all had are. like branded masks. It was so cute. It was really cute. Same for Chloe's birthday party. Um, I always love when it's Chloe's birthday. She's just a light. Like, she is a light. You see it when like everyone writes her birthday captions. Like it really encompasses everything that she is. And I don't know. I always like take stock of the fact when it's her birthday, like on Instagram and the parties and the yeah. captions and the, you know, words of appreciation. And it's always nice to see. I don't know. It's just always something that resonates with me. Back to Rob really quickly. I'm so glad we're in this place. And I know we've been in like a lot of different stages with Rob, but I have to say my least favorite stage was like when he was technically on the outs with a lot of his sisters because of the whole black China thing. Like that made me really sad. I feel like he was like so depressed and isolated for a while. And when he like was even more isolated from his family, like that was a really hard time for him, Mm -hmm. even though like he was welcoming a child, which is always a blessing. Um, I'm just so happy. Like we are back together. Like I can't explain like how that makes me feel. Yeah, no, it makes me feel really fabulous. I'm happy for everyone. I feel like the Kardashians are doing well. The kids are all right. Um, North just turned seven. She had a fabulous birthday party in Wyoming, which was like country themed. And it was just like so not her, but I loved it. Yeah, I loved it too. She's like, where's my Beverly Hills party? For sure. But like she can do it all. She's been humbled. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Time for TV recap. I'm dying to talk about the Athlete A documentary, which for those who don't know is the Larry Nassar um, USA Gymnastics documentary about the awful atrocity atrocities that were committed by Larry Nassar. But of course, as with all these documentaries, you really see like how it was the system that failed the girls, not only Nar- Larry Nassar. Like Larry Nassar was disgusting. He would pretend that these were like medical processes where he had to like ungloved, had to penetrate young girls without gloves. Like it was so disgusting and he was doing it all under the guise of medicine and he's evil and he's horrible. But what the documentary really focuses on is like how Maggie Nichols justice for motherfucking Maggie Nichols she was supposed to be on the 2016 team and she was like at the trials she came in sixth um Gabby Douglas had come in seventh but they gave the spot to Gabby Douglas but then there's always three alternates and she didn't get it so there was like 12 girls total uh Maggie Nichols was like six and they totally like didn't even let her go to the Olympics because when she was at that ranch, you know, those two old people, Marta Caroli and Bali, I think his name is. They're like this older couple from Romania. Mm -hmm. And the documentary really shows how they totally transformed USA Gymnastics because they were like big in Romania and America wanted that. And they came to America and it's like gymnasts used to be like full grown women. Yeah. But in recent years, like most gymnasts are like in their teens and twenties. And that's largely because of Marta and her husband. They like, they said it was for like, you know, gymnasts to be smaller and more compact and aerodynamic, but mostly it was because they could control younger girls more um, about like their body and about their weight and about their 
training and it goes into like how abusive USA Gymnastics is aside from Larry Nasser and the sexual abuse like just abusive like these ungodly hours like in Romania Marta and her husband like used to physically like beat the the girls like it was just so crazy and so they have this ranch where they go like for the training before the Olympic trials and that's where a lot of Larry Nasser's um indiscretions went down and it happened to Maggie Nichols and she reported it immediately um and she said to Ali Raisman she was like uh Larry Nasser just and Ali was like yeah me too and so Maggie reported it. She did everything right. She reported it. And Steve Penny, who was the head of USA Gymnastics, was working with her family, with FBI involved. We're all over it. For a year, nothing happened. And Larry Nasser went on assaulting more and more girls, like dozens of girls in the year since he was already reported. Mm-hmm. Then, thanks to the Indiana Star, a local newspaper, that's how those documentaries, it's always a local newspaper and just some like good reporters just who stumble into it. And once they heard one story, there was another and another and another. And they got so... But if it wasn't for Maggie Nichols in the beginning, they wouldn't have been able to tie all these stories together. Um, but the real crime here is fucking Steve Penny, who has daughters. He is the head of USA Gymnastics. He allowed for all of this to happen. They There were so many... Uh, like alleged issues of misconduct that were just swept under the rug. So many people just ignoring it where it's like, these girls are bringing pride to our country. Like they're working so fucking hard to bring home medals for our country. And like, you can't even protect them. It was just so disappointing how many victims there were. Like there was a hearing and you know, the, the judge who was fabulous yeah. at the, the trial of Larry Nasser. I want to say her name was uh, judge Aqua Lena. That sounds familiar from when we reported it. She allowed all the victims who wanted to to show up and make witness testimonies to plead to the judge like why he should get the full sentence and say something to Larry Nassar if she wanted. And they just had so much footage. And they interviewed for the documentary like the lead investigator and the ADA. And there were two women. And they were like literally just talking about the witness testimonies. And they were like both crying. And it was like so powerful. And it was just such a well done documentary. And just like such an upsetting story. Because... What you find out at the end, which is classic documentary, the FBI, like, quote unquote, investigated it. And now the FBI is being investigated for how they handled the investigation. But it's like, once again, the FBI, what you take from every documentary on Netflix, whether it's um, Trials of Gabriel Fernandez, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein, Waco, Waco, Athlete A, like the FBI knows about everything and does nothing about it. And it's so disappointing. And there's no accountability because they're the FBI. But that's what I learned from uh, Athlete A. Justice for fucking Maggie Nichols, who didn't give up on her dreams of gymnastics, even though it was literally just torturous for her. Now she's at Oklahoma University and she's a back-to-back NCAA champion. She's like, it's like so fun. They, they had so much gymnastics footage in the documentary, which I loved. And they had footage of her. She won in 2017 and defended her title in 2018. And like, she was just like doing the gymnastics. But like, this girl went to the Olympics. Like, honestly, it looked so easy for her when she was <laughs> on the floor at the NCAA um, tournament. It was just kind of funny. Um but she is the real hero. Like, justice for her. Yeah. Wow. Okay, I'm going to watch it. That sounds Even extremely powerful. Even though I just powerful. spoiled it. Yeah, it, but no, but it's still an important story. And Larry Nasser got the full sentence. Back-to-back 60-year sentences. Buy you ugly. Like, you know his, like, people who just their face, like, you just, ooh, cringe. And you know what was so fucked up about the whole thing is that, like, all the girls were just, like, 
when they were in training, they were just like abused so badly and they like wouldn't let them eat and they would call them fat. And Larry Nasser used to like sneak them snacks and like leave them under their pillows. So like they all really trusted him before. And like, that's why so many girls, I mean, it was literally hundreds of girls and it took them a while to speak up because they like literally didn't even know what was happening to them because to them, like Larry was their friend. Like he really protected them. And like when they were injured and the coaches were just like berating them, like he was the one helping them and, and saving them and giving them snacks. And it was just like so fucked up yeah it was a really good documentary jeez okay fuck larry nasser and steve penny and all the people who knew about the abuse there was just the sheer amount of people who knew about it they had like this whole timeline like that's what's so disturbing yeah like and women too they knew and did nothing that's so disturbing yeah justice for maggie nichols really great documentary on netflix highly recommend it um and is that it i guess that is it um yeah, we have one more Patreon episode coming out today. today. Very exciting. Patreon.com slash The Morning Toast if you want more content from us, a little behind the scenes. And that's all she wrote. Make sure you yeah. are watching and ordering my comedy special, Disgraced Queen. All the info will be on my Instagram. And we thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we go live Monday through Friday, 1030 a.m. Eastern Time on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us The Morning Toast and leave a five-star review about a beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. We love you guys so much. We hope you have a fabulous day. We'll see you for hump day. Bye.